Hi, this is David Lucarelli, creator of the Children's Vampire Hunting Brigade, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Black elves? There ain't no black elves in this movie. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Diversity. <laughs> Diversity. <laughs> Why are you bringing controversy to our episodes? Why? I'm not. I'm just saying that. That's what, that's what, that's what people clearly loved about the Fellowship of the Ring. Why? Why are you doing this? No black elves. <laughs> um, crap, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> what are we talking about? Black Silvagolos is super white. Legolas. We're talking about Fellowship of the Ring, man. Yes, I got to bring it up here. We are talking about, this is our second episode in the Tolkien universe. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring is a 2001 epic fantasy adventure film directed by Peter Jackson from a screenplay by Fran Walsh, Philippa Bowens, and Jackson based on 54's The Fellowship of the Ring, first volume of the novel of The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. The film is the first installment of The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Features an ensemble cast, Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, Liv Tyler, Viggo Mortensen, Sean Astin, Kate Blanchett, John Rice davies Billy Boyd, Dominic Monaghan, Orlando Bloom, Christopher Lee, Hugo Weaving, Sean Bean, Ian Holm, and Andy Serkis. There are a lot of famous people in this fucking movie. Um, yeah. Some of them super famous because of these movies. Yeah, probably. I would, I Elijah would Wood definitely is. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Elijah Wood was anything before this. <laughs> I don't remember Orlando Bloom being that big either. I mean, he was like a movie star, but... I don't know. Elijah Wood definitely wasn't. Andy Serkis, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, he... This film, and I've watched a ton of Corridor Crew films, this film did a ton for CG effects, and, like, it it was a huge... These trilogies were huge for that, that genre of thing. Like, it did a lot to move the needle forward, Especially when it, I didn't know this, but <clears throat> like, because generally, uh, uh, generally, like now you see Thanos. He came in and they just put all the shit on him. He did his acting and all that stuff, and then that was it. Uh, from what I saw, Andy Circus did. They he was in a weird fucking outfit, like a like a quantum leap accelerator white outfit. It was really weird looking. He acted all of his scenes in the movie so that they could get the interaction with him. It wasn't a tennis ball. And then he had to go back when they were done and react every single bit of his scenes again so that they could get him as Gollum. And it's it was it's it seems intense. It seems really crazy, but it was a big jumping off point for the technology that this brought. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah, I think it looked great. I mean, it looked as good as it could have for the year. Like it didn't they did I don't think they tried to look make it look so real that it looked so fake. But it also looked oh, kind of fake. I think it, it looks, didn't look awful. I think it looked better than some special effects are looking now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we hit this weird point where we're going backwards. <laughs> it's like stuff's trying to look too real. And, like, I don't know if you can do that without it actually being real. Yeah, like, there's a weird step of true. technology where I think our eyes are just like, that's fucking fake as fuck. Like, that newest Jurassic Park movie, I'm like, there's a lot of dinosaurs that look bad. <laughs> and they had a lot of money. <laughs> it's because the uh, if it were me, I'd spend the money on. So we're talking about Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Obviously, I just brought it up. 
in in the middle of this movie when they're in La Florian and when they're in Rivendale, the sets that they're on are giant miniatures. And that's not something that they, that really happens anymore because it costs a lot of money. But to me, <clears throat> I would if it were me, I would be like, that's what I want. I want practical. I think it actually costs way less money than doing it in from the videos I, I read, it co- yeah, if you do it in CGI, from the videos I've read, if you do it in CGI, it's less money. The Corridor crew always talks about CGI effects being more cost-effective than doing practical effects. That's everything I've ever read suggests that that's not true. Are you 100% sure about that? That's what, the, that's, the whole, that's what they say on their channel all the time. Their channel's fucking gargantuan. I could be, I could be wrong, but... It sounds like building miniatures is, or or like building real dinosaurs is a, an expensive thing, and it sounds like from what I've from what I've heard that it's just building it on a computer. I'll put dinosaurs possibly, but I know some motherfuckers who could build. I mean, like legitimately that quality of miniatures. Those miniatures were fucking huge. No, yeah, they but were I, giant miniatures, which is a weird thing to say. Out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just the, seems like that would be cheaper than. Yeah. All the computer power and like eighty five thousand dudes working <laughs> to like animate one scene, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, so obviously, this is the first of three stories. Um, I told you we we talked about it earlier in the in the Rings of Power that it's hard to really judge these individually because they're not individual movies. But this is essentially the first part of. Bilbo going away finally after 111 years of uh, being alive and having the ring, I think, for like 80 or 60 years or something like that, um, and him passing it on to uh, Frodo uh, un- unwillingly, and the Fellowship getting together to essentially determine that they have to go destroy the ring because it can't be controlled. I mean, just Googling it, it seems like everything says CGI is way way more expensive. Maybe CGI is more expensive than like anima or animatronics are more expensive than CGI. I don't know. Oh, I mean, okay. I see both people saying both depends on the situation, I guess. <laughs> but I think I mean, like, if I'm rating them per movie, Fellowship is like the least interesting one because it's there's not a lot happens really. Like it is like two and a half hours to like decide that people are going to take a ring. And throw it in a volcano. Well, you tell a lot of story before you get to that decision. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just I'm just being like critical of it, like yeah, of uh, based on their three movies. Of course, a lot of the stuff in there is not necessary. Like Bilbo's birthday party doesn't really matter, and that's like a 30 minute chunk of the movie. It's just to like build some character, um, build up some character, which I think you could have done differently. But they are it's still fine. Like, I still like the movie when it came out. I still remember loving the movie. I rewatched it. I still like it. Um, but yeah, I see that. Like, I, I could see how people would think it's boring, a little boring, compared to the other. Slower. Compared to the other two, of course. That doesn't mean I think it's like a boring movie. Again, I, I don't. Uh, having read the book many times, I I agree with what I said in the last epi- episode that I don't think they needed to depict it, kind of story by story, chapter by chapter. But I think uh, sometimes. A lot of the things that they do tell, like the birthday was a good thing in in my opinion because you don't just jump into like who the fuck are these people. It gives you a little bit of a like what's going on, why is he, like, why is he so old or what's being celebrated, who's Frodo, who's Bilbo. <clears throat> it gives you a lot of that story in that first 20 or 30 minutes. These movies are crazy long. 
Like everything I find is all director's cut, and so they're the they're over three hours every single one of them. Um, the Return of the King, I think, is over four hours, and so there is a ton, especially in the extended cuts, where it's like this went for a little bit too long. <laughs> but I don't remember. I went to see it in the theaters, but I don't remember the differences. Um, but I remember a couple the of the differences, slowest, but not all three, of them for sure. But, yeah, uh, and again, it, it's hard. To, because I'm not, I'm probably going to give all of them the same score because they're not. You can't have one without the other. They're not individual movies, so it's hard for me to critically rate them individually as far as story and stuff goes. Because you, you, it's hard. You can't do that. I mean, it's the stories don't make sense if you take out the second one or if you take out the third one or the first one. I think going into the first one, knowing like, because I reread them all right before they all came out again. Knowing that the first, even the first book is not the most exciting because even the first book is building a large story. I think that maybe a lot of people who weren't necessarily the book fans and they were just like, oh, this is going to be a cool universe. Maybe they were more let down than Tolkien fans who were like, yeah, it's this, this is the first book. Like you, I expected a lot of it. I think so. I think that's, that's maybe what came from the first one. A lot of people didn't know. Like, I, I know of a couple people who were like, I thought it was going to be all the whole story. And I was like, that story's fucking gargantuous. You can't tell that whole story in one movie. Like, that's impossible. You could have. You'd have to cut a lot it of shit out. It would have been awful. Yeah. It would have not been good. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. All kinds of wars and shit. I have watched this movie before with people who have never read the books. And I, don't, and I would agree, because most of them, I don't think, really loved it. Right. The first one. Um I remember my sister specifically. It was like this movie is just like really long and just ends for no reason. <laughs> and like, I mean, you can't say that it's not true. No, it is true. Yeah, it is. So for it's sure. like that definitely exists. What do people think about it? Like critically, um, even though we don't care, but I'm curious what the masses think. Are are they the masses? Well, the masses that actually rate things online. These people so. be weird, son. It got a critic. Wow, these are both really high scores. It's got a ninety-one percent critic score and a ninety-five percent audience score. I think time has proved that out correctly. Yeah, I think so. I think this is probably. It'll be curious to see what like the audience score was when it was on- the only one out. Mm, that's true. Yeah, you're probably. Yeah, I bet it was lower. I mean, it still probably. was. It probably still was pretty high because I think it's a good movie, but. Yeah. That's the audience score is derived from over a quarter million ratings, so I, it's probably fairly accurate. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's I would be curious to see that too. But uh, I, I, I don't know how to rate this even among other like movies because I don't know of any other large movie like this. I mean, maybe The Matrix, maybe, but even The Matrix can kind of stand. No, The Matrix can stand the first alone. Movie, yeah, but not the second movies. They they won't make any sense if you just did one and two. But, like, this movie, for sure you can't. I don't know of any other trilogy that's, like, all throughout a full continuous story that won't make sense if you pull one part out. And so it's hard to be like, this is the best of its kind, because it might be, like, one of the only one of its kind. Yeah. I feel um, like maybe Dune is the is the next one. Yeah. That's well, we haven't seen the rest of it yet. That's what I'm saying, but it's definitely being told in that way. For sure. Because even Harry Potter, the first one, could stand by itself. Yeah. Because those all seem like just little adventures in his in this long life that he's living. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to think of another one. What about Star Wars? Star Wars end. 
Yeah, Star Wars was kind of told that it way. It was, but not. I don't. Not the continuations, probably. I think you could pull the continue. I mean, I think time has proven you could put take all the prequels and all the other sequels out, and it would make better sense if you just kept the first three. Yeah, but <laughs> I was saying I think the first three were made that way, though. I think you're right. With like them having to be watched all three to make to end. Right. I think they did a better job of ending the movies, still keeping people like not just going what? <laughs> <laughs> like a new hope has like an ending. <laughs> Whereas Lord of the Rings Fellowship does not. They're just no. like they just climb over a rock and it's like, <laughs> ah shit, it's real far away still. But neither does the book. That's how the book ends though. That's it's not saying very it's, similar. Not saying it's wrong. <laughs> they cut other things out of the book. <laughs> They could have ended it in a slightly different spot. I, I guess I just kind of expected it to be what it was because I was I I loved the universe. I knew that it was probably going to end where it ended. Like it's, it's yeah. very close to what what you read. It's but true. This is I I was honestly going to be in the ninety seven ninety six range because I love and on all of them. I'm just giving it a straight through um, rating for for myself. Um, because I love the universe, I love the movies. I literally built in shop class a Lord of the Rings bookcase. We came, we went downstairs the other day. I have every that I can remember every bookmark still that came out with all of the books when they when the movies first came out. Like I have I have one giant book, volume book that has all three of them in there, and then I'm, I have three books from the '60s that were reprinted after they were originally done. I just I love this universe, and so for me they're really 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 high. <clears throat> uh, I'm not that high on it. I'm in, I'm in the 90s, but I think I'm like at a 90, personally, just because rewatching them all, I liked them all, but they're not my favorite movies ever. I could rewatch them in it. Like to be like 95, 97%. It has to, that has to be like in my top five movies, top 10 movies. These aren't. I think the third one has some problems. The first one has some problems. The whole, like, army scene of the dead is kind of weak, I think, in the third movie. It's shortened, for sure, from what it was. And I just felt like it was weakly done. Like, you gave it a 93 yeah, had this been, like, a... If that was, like, a real thing, like, all we needed to do to defeat Sauron was get together this ghost army, why don't we just do that? Well, they didn't do it because I don't think he knew he could do it, and the ring, the sword wasn't together. He yeah, wasn't, but he Elrond wasn't. is that kind of smart, though. Like they put Elrond out as like this motherfucker can see the future, like he's this like incredibly intelligent right. being. The sword is broken in your house, bro. Putting yeah, it back together was never a thought to you. You also have to remember that. So Aragorn is eighty something years old at this point. He's spent the majority of his life being like, I'm not fucking going to do that. That's not who I am. No, and I get that. I think Elrond, and we'll talk about this again later, but I think Elrond leveraged his daughter dying in order to help push Aragorn over the edge to be like, you need to do this. This has to be done. Because the army wouldn't have listened to anybody else but Aragorn. And he wouldn't, that wasn't a thing until he was like, okay, I'm finally going to be who I'm going to be. I will say, I think he could have manipulated that whole button at the meeting of the Fellowship of the Ring. Like, it was already clear in one way. It was already, all these things were kind of in spot. It was already pretty clear that this was like a 
basic suicide mission that probably wasn't going to work. There's like a, well, there's like a thing over here that's like 100%. <laughs> if you'll just get over your bullshit. But I don't know if you use that if you don't think you're going to need it until you think you need it. And I feel like that's when he thought he needed it. He, he brought it up to him. <laughs> that's the part of which I don't know if it's written wrong or if it's just the movie wrong because I can't remember. But that's the part of thing that's like not logical. Like, you can go to 100% of people and be like, hey, that thing that you would never, ever do, if you don't do it, the whole world's probably going to die. They're going to do it. So it's like it's just not logical. Yeah, but I think you do multiple things to get to that point before you push the nuclear button. I think that's what I'm saying, is before we rain a nuke down on China, we decide how we're going to approach this before that happens. That's not an appropriate, like, back and forth. Though. Like, this is literally going, hey, you don't want to be the king, but if you be the king, like millions and billions of people don't have to die like and there is no like there's no step up either to this it's like the ring ha- they know it they come out with the ring has to go there we can't really get there but if you do this you can just wipe this fucker off the map and we could do it tomorrow <laughs> like i i just think like this like was i, I think it was like a little weird huh. like, it was so, but, i like, agree with that but all right okay all right I mean, you really don't think he would have said yes, like, if you came to him and you're like... I don't think he would have said... I think literally... But a real person. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think that a real person may have been like, well, let's try and do some things before we push whatever the last button is that has to happen. I don't even think that's really a nuclear button. It's like... It's an undead super army. Like, <laughs> well, but they were all thieves and they were all murderers and they all betrayed his people and that's that was the fight. Like, they he didn't want to do that. I don't even know that he Aragorn knew that that was an option until Elrond. No, but Elrond brought did. it up to him. Yeah, I'm just saying Elrond knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, this might be the shortest of them. I, 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 there's not a lot of meat on this bone. They they all get together after Frodo finds out that he has to do this thing. Gandalf tells the story of Isildur, who we learned about and are learning about more in the Rings of Power. Yes. Um, he was weak, and that's why Aragorn doesn't want to be anything like him. Um, because he their family, and they've got the same blood running through him, and Aragorn thinks that he's going to fail just like Isildur did. Um, that's logical. I think it's. I think a lot more families, uh, a lot more sons and daughters feel like that about embarrassing their family or being an embarrassment that maybe one of their families are, than maybe most people give credit for. So I, I do think it's pretty logical. Um, I mean, it might be true. It's not logical. Well, they, okay. I think it's true. A lot of I think if you, a lot if of you think feel that way. If you think that this is your family neighborhood reminder to stop being a retard, <laughs> it's, it's like your your future is not based on what your parents did. I, hey, I agree with that. I'm just saying that I feel like a lot of people do feel that way. I'm not saying they whether don't. it's logical or not. Who knows? That's up for debate. Get out of your own head. <laughs> it's, it's a lot harder than you think. Um, but I, <laughs> my dad, my dad, sucked pretty hard. I understand that you're talking about your one experience. I'm just saying that I feel like a lot of people feel that way, whether it's mixed emotions from depression or whatever. A lot of people are crybabies. <laughs> I, I don't disagree <laughs> yeah. with you. Um, but it's just like it's so weird in his case. It's like you've been this badass warrior, like basically defending Middle Earth at multiple junctions. For like ninety years, <laughs> You're like I might be weak. It's probably not, dude. Like, yeah, but so is Isildur. Isildur was that way by the time by the time the the, the final battle. Isildur was just a normal human. 
No, but he's going to be. He, yeah, but he was like he was like thirty. He like he killed a guy. He's a dinosaur. He he's not. He's not a normal being. I thought That's Isildur Aragorn was. Is. No, Aragorn is. They but come Isildur from the same was. family. It's like his. He great, comes from great, great the same <laughs> human side, but not the elf side. Uh, Isildur was not half elf, half man. He's just a dude. Like yeah, like that part of his blood is still there. I'm pretty sure he was just a human being. I don't think they'd mixed yet. And so this dude's like a 30 year old dude who got a ring of power out of nowhere that he didn't know was going to corrupt him. Because that wasn't wasn't that young. I don't think he was that young. Okay, he's fifty then. Who cares? He's not ninety, is what I'm saying. He's a normal human being. There was nothing in the past to suggest that this ring would turn you evil when you picked it up. Like he knows all this shit already, and he's a badass. So Isildur lived to be 234 years old. So he's definitely not a normal human being. What the hell? I'm pretty sure he's a Dunedain. The same same as Aragorn. I was wrong. So. But he still, we still didn't have any inkling of knowing that the ring did this to you, whereas we do now. But I just don't think that he was a young pup who it was stupid. He was leading under his father. He was leading battalions under his father, Elendil, when they go yeah. to destroy Sauron. Lots of young, young, I don't know. Lots of young people have done that, <laughs> by the way, in the history of the world. I'm just saying, like the Roman Empire was filled lot, with them. A lot of those young people think. I bet a lot of those young people have grown up much quicker than um, like what I would say is a young person these days. I was doing like run, I was doing I was doing young retard based on the fact that he's ninety, right, and probably a lot more in depth with who he is as a person. Could be as a ninety year old battle hardened veteran. How, I don't know how, how I'd have to see how old Aragorn lives to be too. But they're they're all old at some point. But I just I mean I just think that. His he feels the weight of the human race on his shoulders, and that's a hard thing to be like. You're supposed to be king of this whole fucking region, but the one guy who was supposed to destroy the ring, who you're you're related to, couldn't do it. What makes you think you could do it? Like that's a giant responsibility when you're when you've got the shoulders of millions of people on your back <laughs> in a fantasy world full of elves and fucking wizards. Like I feel like that's a giant giant thing to carry and just don't put it on man <laughs> just put it back i don't know that isildur put it on except for when he was leaving mount doom i don't know that he, he held it he held it in his hand that's what i'm saying that's that's the thing just gotta put it in a bag but I don't, don't know fucking that you touch it do that I mean, so Bilbo, with a poker. Bilbo was the one that uh, everything i've read Bilbo was the one creature that seemed to be able to just give the ring away and Samwise was the other one that I've that I've read, who was just like nobody else could do that. Nobody else could freely give the ring to somebody else and be like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Frodo pretty much could till the very end, right? And then it, and then he ran into the same thing that Isildur did because it was like corrupting him, right. but, but it took a long time. It did, <laughs> but I I think that that's a huge huge. I've, to, to just be like, yeah, I'll just be that guy. Like I just don't think that's a realistic thing under the circumstances. No, no, no. I, I didn't say like. It would be a flippant thing. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just saying, when given the options of an impossible task versus one that's like incredibly fucking possible, and I know it exists, I'm probably going to bring it up as an option. I just don't think that they think that this is an impossible task at the time that the fellowship leaves. They think they might die, but they think they weren't paying attention then because (laughs) one of the characters literally goes, "You could not fucking do this," and like everybody's like, "Well, you got to do it." He's like, "Well, I guess we got to do it then." 
Like, it's a whole part of the meeting. Like, No, I understand. I'm just saying that I feel like they think they could do it. Even they, at the end of this movie, they they finally realize, yeah, you have to do it. Like, we, you have to sneak in. We have to do our own thing. Like, and for the entire next couple of movies, everyone is pretty much positive they're dead. <laughs> they're like, they're probably just dead. Because it was such an impossible thing to do anyway. Which I believe they say at one part in the movie as well. Like, I'm just saying, when there is an option on the table... And you've seen it, and you know it's there, and it's in your living room next to a painting. <laughs> you might bring it up, at least the thought, in conversation with maybe Gandalf. <laughs> like, it's just not even given any, like, room thought whatsoever. It's a weird loophole that he wrote into the story that I think they just needed some extra... But also that... I mean, I'm just going as a person who thinks... I think by the time Tolkien got to the third book, he probably would need some kind of crazy shit to happen for them to actually succeed. Here's these dead dudes who weren't about. They also didn't succeed that way. We're, no, no, I know. Again, we're going to get there. But they also used that army just to win a battle, and Which that doesn't really kill. It doesn't the affect the other kind of dumb thing that he let them go right then. <laughs> but let's say, okay, Fellowship of the Ring. It ends with uh, the Fellowship going, trying to go to Mordor. They try to go through Khazad-dûm, which is stupid. Gandalf was trying to avoid it at all poss- at all uh, stages. They go through there. It's, it's, it's done. A Balrog essentially kills Gandalf, uh, kills his human form at that point. They or so we out. think. No, his human form is dead. His spirit leaves. Uh, his human form dies. No, but it dies later when he fights him on the mountain. Correct. It doesn't happen yeah, in the yeah. second movie. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, I cook. Okay, my bad. Semantics. We think he <laughs> That's dies. not semantics. It's a totally different movie. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we think he dies at this point. So they all go out. They still move forward. Um, they run into the Urukai, who are essentially beefed up orcs who can survive in the in the in the sun. Well, first, they go to the elf kingdom, but then they run into. Him. Yes. So yeah, they they go to talk to. To Lady Galadriel, they she gives them all gifts. I'm trying to. There's a shit ton to talk about, but I know we're not going to go over every single thing. They go to the Lothlorien. Uh, they all get gifts, and they all they all hang out there for a little bit. That's when we first meet Arwen. Um, she helps uh, Frodo because he gets stabbed by a Morgul blade from the Nazgul. You know what would have been a cooler gift? Well, would have been again, for, for whom? Would have been more gift for for all of them by Galadriel. The gifts she gave him was more cool, but additional gifts, soldiers, like <laughs> she, like a hundred more elves. Is she? I don't know that she's. Does she have like? They're they're an elf village. She could have found four. But I mean, so Haldir is the elf who helps. Haldir is the elf who stops them from going into Lothlorien. But when Haldir comes back in the second movie, he's commanded by. Elrond. So I don't know that Galadriel has the like. I'm pretty sure Galadriel could be like, "Hey, you guys want to go help?" And then I just like, don't know yeah. if she commands uh, armies because it felt like Elrond was in charge of that. She might not command, but I guarantee you, she has enough like respect to be like, "Hey, let's send these ten guys with them. <laughs> they might be some help." <laughs> do you think that maybe the Aragorn and them would have been like, "Nah, we're good. Like, we're trying to do this." And I, I feel like that so. kind of would happen. <laughs> I don't think so. Because not after they basically got their shit kicked in. But I mean, at the council, you could have been like, "Hey, let's just all go." Like, why are we only sending us? You know what I mean? Well, that was back when they were trying to be like, "We can move quieter as a small group." Right. But it's like clear now that like shit's kind of gone <laughs> gone awry. Like at this point, like it's things are happening. We're being tracked. We just got our butts kicked by a Balrog. Like, 
I just think, I just think the circumstances have changed. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. She probably could have sent somebody. Um, or gone herself. She seems pretty badass. I don't think she. Well, the 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 speech she gave before she left was essentially like. Uh, we can't get involved if you don't fucking. I mean, we can, and they're going to. But like, if you Frodo don't do this, then we it's fucked up. Well, yeah, anyway. I think Frodo has to be the one to carry it. Right. But I mean, that doesn't mean he has to be the one to like kill all the things in his path. It feels like Galadriel has retired. Elrond has retired at this point. Instead of like going into that battle. stuff's just weird to me. <laughs> it, it, it's like, well, we are thousands of year old warriors who have fought him before. <laughs> We could do it again. <laughs> the other thing that I didn't know about the Rings this of Power. 60-year-old halfling <laughs> instead who's never done anything but smoke weed and grow plants. <laughs> the other thing I didn't know about the rings is that the three rings that the elves wear were forged not by Sauron. They were forged in the same thing, but that Celebrimbor, who you're learning about in the Rings of Power... Made the elven, the uh, the dwarven rings and the human rings with Sauron, and Sauron went back to Mount Doom, and then he secretly made these other three rings. So they're not totally connected to Sauron, even though they they kind of are. As soon as Sauron came back, they stopped using them. He just made like a master key to like locks. <laughs> is all it was. But he was like, I know how they work. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know that. I, I'm. I didn't. I didn't know the the intricacies of those three elven rings. How do you pour Malifs into a ring too while you make it like a fucking heat destroyer? <laughs> you're just angry while you're hitting yeah. them. Um, so they leave Lothlorien. Stupid ass elves. <laughs> they leave Lothlorien um, after Gandalf dies. After Gandalf dies, right? Yeah, after Gandalf dies. He's currently um, fighting on a mountain, but they don't know this. Yeah, and then they move on to, again, try to get the ring to Mount Doom. They get attacked by a group of Urukai, um, and Boromir has tried to steal the ring from Frodo at this point because he's an idiot, and he, and he wants to use it for what he thinks that his people could he's not an idiot oh he's just he's like, corrupted he's got good motivations as well I mean he understands that it might be able to help his people but he can't see past the like you said the small time corruption that's happening with the ring around them so <clears throat> but he comes to his senses um, and he makes one of the coolest stands by himself and he gives a, a really good speech right before he dies that he would have followed Aragorn all the way and and I think that's the point that Aragorn finally is like, okay, like I don't know that I want to be king, but I know that I want to fight for my people. And so I think that's the point that he feels like I'm going to try and help. <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed, it's a small little detail, he takes Boromir's, uh, I don't know what you call them, the, the or whatever they that, he, that he has on his arms, and he wears them for the whole rest of the trilogy, and I think that was really cool. Um, but the the small thing with Boromir was a was a, I don't know why, but it was a it was a harder thing to watch upon rewatch for me. Like it's a it's moving, you know. He he's well, like yeah. fuck. I knew I was wrong, but I tried. He's got like four arrows in him, and he's like he's like come on, don't don't let our people down, kind of thing. Like it was really cool. He tried not to die. <laughs> uh, they send him off in a boat. They give him a proper uh, burial or so, whatever whatever you might call it, and then. Aragorn realizes he has to let Frodo and Sam, or he has to let Frodo go. Sam attaches himself to Frodo. So at the end of the first movie, Sam and Frodo are off doing their own adventure while they're off trying to find Merry and Pippin who've been kidnapped by the Uruks. I also thought it was a little weird that they had to separate. 
I again, I think it's. It, I don't know. I just think that they realize Sam Frodo realized like I have to do this. I think he got that from Galadriel. I have to do this by myself. I, I'm getting people. People are dying. Shit's going on around me. Like I've got to. If I'm gonna, if it's gonna happen, I've got to do it by myself. I don't but think he intended on even Sam to help him. Yeah, but then it turns out that he couldn't do it by himself. <laughs> so Gladriel was wrong. Of course, there's a lot of people. I who just think like they it, can do things by themselves. I just so like if they put five more minutes in, of thought into something, they could have come up with a better plan. <laughs> it's like, hey, we can't all like be right next to each other because the ring makes you guys evil. But while you scout ahead like five miles. <laughs> And like, make sure like none's gonna kill us. And then when we get to like you, you keep going. <laughs> like, it just makes more sense to like, all right, it made that one guy evil. We're all he gonna was, go this way. He was you guys leave. go that Frodo way. Frodo was gonna leave no matter what. That's what I'm saying. Frodo. Aragorn just Frodo makes like, rash decisions. Or Aragorn was just like, okay, like I get it. Because if Aragorn would have been like, no, you stay, he would have had to babysat him the whole time. Because I guarantee Frodo would have just left again. Like, I, well, no, I get, I get why it happened. I'm just saying they make rash decisions. <laughs> Yeah, he, he won at the end of the day. It wasn't rash, bro. Really wasn't winning. <laughs> they definitely won. He like it lost part of his very fun winning, but he, they like, won. lost part of his soul. <laughs> well, tune in next time. We gave it a ninety-three. Uh, we're going to talk about two towers next. Uh, like I said, we're giving away. I don't know how yet. Very easy because I want you guys to participate. Giving away a lot of books and all of the movies. Uh, I have a, a tri pack of the movies and the, all of them individually. So we're trying to give away a lot of stuff, have some fun because I love this universe. So uh, until the two towers, which is the next episode, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. Bye. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!